Thank you for joining us here today. Uh, I'm really excited to announce our, our next head men's basketball coach, uh, Mike Schwartz. We're looking forward to welcoming Mike and his wife, Stephanie, and his two daughters, Sydney and Samantha, to Greenville uh, and, and meet all of Pirate Nation at the appropriate time. Uh, obviously, uh, Mike is still on staff at the University of Tennessee uh, you know, getting ready to play this weekend in the NCAA tournament. And so uh, he will be joining us uh, after the fact, uh, but really excited about uh, where that is going to take us. Mike is highly regarded in the basketball industry. You know, I really feel like we're fortunate to have him on board uh, to lead the program. He has an infectious personality and he brings a lot of enthusiasm and positive energy daily. He really is going to emphasize accountability, academics, uh, player development. Uh, he and I talked long about engaging our community and region and, and making sure that we build a program for su sustained success. Um, he really emphasizes the player development piece. Uh, there are a number of student athletes uh, over the years that uh, are not as highly recruited that, uh, you know, Mike and ha has done a really good job of developing from a player development standpoint, which is uh, a key factor. I, I do want to make this, uh, you know, about him today. Uh, and please welcome Mike Schwartz, head basketball coach at East Carolina. Mike, you look great in purple. <laughs> Thank you, John. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And uh, thank you, everybody, for joining this call. Um, really, really excited uh, about this opportunity. And, you know, um, I'll say this. I'm going to start with this. Uh, many of you may or may not know that I'm from Los Angeles, uh, born and raised. And I always grew up dreaming about being in the purple and gold. I dreamt about it. It was a passion for the purple and gold. And Little would I know that uh, many, many years later that I would be in the purple and gold, you know, living a dream out. And that's exactly what this is. And uh, to be able to have an opportunity to lead the men's basketball program, uh, East Carolina University, my wife, Stephanie, my two daughters, as John alluded to, we're so thrilled to be a part of Pirate Nation and um, just cannot wait uh, to get our feet on the ground in Greenville. Obviously, with that being said, at the moment, uh, it's all Tennessee and all orange right now. Uh, we're in the midst of starting the NCAA tournament tomorrow, and that, that's where our focus is, and, and that's where my focus is at the, at the time being. But uh, needless to say that, and, and John knows my personality, and, and I'm looking forward to all of you getting a chance to get to know me and me get to know you guys, that once this part of our season is completed and hopefully that's three weeks, but we got to take care of tomorrow that I am just so fired up uh, to get to Greenville and get two feet in and, and begin to build the program there. Before we uh, kind of move into some of the other things, and I'm sure you guys have questions for me, I just want to say thank you to Chancellor Rogers and John Gilbert for having the faith in me and the confidence in me to lead the men's basketball program. Uh, it means 
so much that they believe in that our alignment to have the opportunity to build a special program together. So Chancellor Rogers, John, thank you so much uh, for this opportunity. I understand the volume of it, the magnitude of it, and I'm extremely excited uh, to have the opportunity to partner with you and work closely with you. You know, there's a lot of people that go in to this kind of, to have this kind of opportunity. It, it takes a village over many, many years. And former players, coaches, people that I've worked with, I, I couldn't even begin to start to talk about and name them all, but there are a few that I definitely want to, um, there are a few that I definitely want to make specific note of, particularly some of the coaches that gave me opportunity to be an assistant coach for them. Tim Carter at UT San Antonio, uh, Frank Haight at the University of Miami, uh, Rodney Terry at Fresno State University. Then I went back with Frank Haight at the University of Tulsa. And last but certainly not least is uh, – one of the most important people in my life is uh, Coach Barnes. Uh, Coach Barnes, I owe him everything. And he is somebody that gave me an opportunity when I was young to live out a dream of playing Division I basketball. He allowed me the opportunity to begin my coaching career as a young graduate assistant and video coordinator. And he's been there for me for my entire life. And now back with him at Tennessee for the last six seasons. Again, the simplest way I can say it is I owe him everything. He is a friend. He's a mentor. He is a leader. He's a father figure to me, and he always has been. And Coach Barnes, as great of a coach he is and as special of a coach he is, he's even a better person, a better man, and he's taught me that. He's given me my foundation for coaching, but he's also a pro uh, provided a foundation for me for the way I live my life uh, as a father, as a husband. And I just so indebted to Coach Barnes for everything that he has meant to me and my family. So um, again, so many people, players, coaches, but uh, Coach Barnes is, is something that is just very, very special to me. Um, our players here, at, at, at Tennessee, uh, met, I had a chance to meet with them prior uh, to all of this happening. I had a chance to meet with them yesterday and visit with them before this uh, started to go down. And I really thank all of them. I mean, I think without the players, and this goes th throughout my whole career, but particularly these right now and this group of guys on this team, um, I wanna make sure that uh, acknowledge them and I'm very thankful for everything they have done for me and everything they've done for the University of Tennessee and our program here. And uh, they have allowed me to have this opportunity. Um, you know, Coach Barnes, I'll go back to him real quick. He's a North Carolinian and he has often talked to me about the great history of East Carolina, the great history of the Pirates. Uh, I had a chance to actually meet and spend time with Bob Hodges, the all-time leading scorer there. And to me, that's very neat. It's kind of come back full circle. Uh, coach Barnes, coach when he was young, his college coach. And now he, you know, now for me to be here where uh, Bob Hodges was such a legend and, and meant so much to the Greenville community, 
uh, is really neat for me. And, and um, one thing uh, Coach Hodges and Coach Barnes have always talked about is the great barbecue out there. So I can't wait. I told him uh, we need to get him out there. So uh, and I think he'll he'll take me up on that. So I'm excited about that. Obviously, the situation that we're in right now, you know, uh, I really look forward to meeting everyone here in person. Uh, I've gotten a number of uh, honestly speaking, I've gotten a number of text messages, um, phone calls. I apologize that I was not able to interact, uh, but thank you for reaching out. That means a lot. I'm really looking forward to getting to meet you in person and, and spend time and get to know you. And hopefully you guys get to know me as well. Obviously, the situation we're in right now is is a little unique. It's different than, than the norm. Um, and we have worked really hard here at Tennessee to put ourselves in a position where we are right now, heading into tomorrow's first round game against Longwood. And so I have to be very clear. That is where all my focus is. That is uh, unequivocally, it is Longwood game tomorrow. And that is where I will be. The plan is for whenever the season culminates that I will be able to be in Greenville full time. But as of right now, everything is with Tennessee, our current players, our current coaches and our staff. It's a really, really special group of guys that uh, I have incredible relationships with. I've been here now six years. Uh, one of our players has been here the whole time. And there's a lot of young guys that I've had an opportunity to be a part of the recruiting process with them. So right now, all focus is at Tennessee with our players. And the furthest thing that I would ever want to be, and they know that here, but I want to be very clear, is any kind of distraction from what we are trying to accomplish here. So I just wanted to make sure that I reiterated that. And once we are done, hopefully making a run in the tournament, I'm really excited uh, to be in Greenville. ECU, I know we could sit here and we could talk about Longwood and we could talk about scouting and we could talk about everything that's going on, but obviously we're here for ECU. And, you know, I, I've had aspirations of, of being a head coach for, for a while now. And I've been fortunate enough to, whether it be involved with head coaching positions or have opportunities to speak with people about coaching positions over the last few years. And anytime as a coach, you're looking for your first opportunity to be a head coach, there's certain things that you always look at. Uh, you're always going to ask yourself questions. And the first question being the leadership, you're always going to look at what the leadership of the university, you're going to look at the alignment between the leadership, the campus side and the athletic side. You're going to look, is it a place your family can be happy? Is it a, a place that your children, your wife, family will be excited to call home? The support of the program, uh, what the fan base, the support, the community, and, and other things that would either hinder or enhance the success of the basketball program. And those are honestly for, for assistant coaches or even head coaches going to other head coaching positions. Those are the, that's what you look at and you ask yourself those questions. And I, I will say this unequivocally that East Carolina University checked all those boxes and not only checked them, but emphatically did and got me very excited about the opportunity to lead the men's basketball program. Um, 
I am an avid sports fan. Uh, you, you know, I, my wife would probably call me a sports nut. And I love it. I love college athletics. I love the, the whole intensity and competition of college athletics, all sports. And I am really fired up about Coach Houston and the Pirate football program, Coach McNeil and the women's basketball program, Coach Godwin and the baseball program. My daughter is a loves soccer and Coach Higgins and the soccer program. So I just can't wait to get to Greenville and get a chance to experience the awesome fan base and go to football games and baseball games and just be a part of the community. Just be a part of the ECU Pirate athletics community. I, I want to make it better any way I can, but I want to be a part of it. And I'm just excited to be in the trenches with everybody in the athletic department and all the coaches in the athletic department. You know, the, the next thing I'd like to speak a little bit about is, is John Gilbert. Um, I had the opportunity to meet John Gilbert about six years ago, approximately when he was at Tennessee. Uh, we had a, uh, the chance to work together for two years approximately two years and right from my initial impression through the time that we were there I had tremendous respect for him as a leader as a person and the one thing that I always knew and I could tell was that he really understands and gets what it takes for coaches to be successful it was so obvious when we were at Tennessee together and then he went on to Southern Miss and from Southern Miss to East Carolina. And his leadership ability and his ability to make coaches feel that he is in the corner with them to be successful is one of the many, many things that got me very excited about this position. Now, to that point, we are sitting there. The first time we spoke about this was Friday night. Friday night, we had a brief conversation about this opportunity. And I was thrilled to hear from him. I was very excited about it, just to be able to speak with him about it. We've obviously been in contact over the years because we had a relationship. His son is a player on our basketball team here at Tennessee. So when he would come see his son play, I had a chance to say hello to him and speak with him and we had a chance to catch up and see how our families were doing and whatnot. But when I heard from him Friday night about this potential opportunity, just a chance to speak with him, I was really excited. He knew that I had the preparation for the Kentucky game the next day, Saturday. And again, just something that small made me understand that he gets it. He knows what coaches go through. He knew where my focus was. And that was all Tennessee and our run, hopefully, for an SEC championship uh, through the weekend. Saturday, we spoke very briefly. And again, I was really excited about it. But Kentucky and that game and hopefully playing for the SEC championship Sunday was paramount. Sunday, when we won the championship, and it's a moment I'll never forget. And the chance to share that with Coach Barnes and these guys was really special. He reached out to me after the game. And he told me that he wanted to meet in Knoxville that evening. That he had made 
the six or so hour drive, six to seven hour drive, and that he was going to be in Knoxville when we landed that evening. I was floored, to be honest with you. I, I was taken back. And as excited as I was about the potential of being the head coach at East Carolina University, to know that he made that drive that day, just put it over the top from a standpoint of what the leadership and what the motivation and the vision that he has for East Carolina, the athletic department, the whole university and the community and surrounding community. I mean, he let it be known to me and he was there that night. So we ended up spending uh, three or four hours together that night uh, when we got back really, and, and he really laid it out to me, the excitement of the ECU basketball program, the excitement of the athletic department, the support that he and Chancellor Rogers and the leadership team at ECU have for the men's basketball program. And we talked a lot about the alignment with campus, the excitement for the community to be a real big piece of what could be an incredible home court advantage at Minji's Coliseum. So there were so many things that we talked about and I, I just, I was almost at a loss for words at just the gesture of him driving there and to put that in front of me in person. And I'll be honest with you, it was a no brainer. It was an absolute no brainer for me. I was already excited about it as we talked about before or alluded to before coach Barnes being very familiar with East Carolina basketball, Bob Hodges, myself as a historian, knowing Blue Edwards and the great history of him and the program. But when John Gilbert came and spent time with me and face to face, and he showed me his vision for what this university and what this basketball program can look like, I just was, uh, I was through the roof and I was really fired up about the opportunity. So now that leads us to what kind of program do we want to build at ECU? You know, and, and how do we want it to look? Obviously, again, I haven't had a chance to do what I want to do in terms of spend the ample time that I need to meeting people, people on this call. I did have a chance to visit with the players prior to this call. But what I expressed to them was this. We're going to build a program. That is first and foremost. In my opinion, there's a big difference between a good team and a great program. A great program has an opportunity to produce good teams on a year in and year out basis. A good team or even a great team doesn't necessarily mean a great program. So our emphasis is going to be the culture of building a great program. The four cornerstones for me, the foundation, the pillars that we are going to build this program around at ECU are going to be this, the character of the people, who we bring into the program, coaches, players, staff, anyone associated with our program, the character of them is going to be paramount. The competitiveness, 
The second pillar will be our competitiveness. You can't be, you cannot be successful in athletics, competitive sports, or in our opinion, our staff's opinion in life without a competitive spirit. So the competitiveness and the competitive spirit of our players, coaches, staff, and that is not just on the court. That is on the court, that is in the classroom, that is in the community. We have to aspire to be the best. There is going to be a very high standard in everything we do. The third is going to be our work ethic. John alluded to this uh, in his introduction. He talked about the player development piece. Player development, again, goes well beyond just the court. That will be very strong. There will be a huge emphasis on the development of our players as basketball players in between the lines. But as a person, as a human being, as a student, as a part of the Greenville community and surrounding area, that is equally as important, if not more important, the development of them. And the only way to develop is if you have a strong work ethic. I learned that a long time ago from my family growing up. I look forward to sharing that with you, my history of how I grew up in Los Angeles and my background. But work ethic, you can't develop without a strong work ethic. So that goes for us as a team. That goes for us as individuals. It goes for our players, coaches, staff. And the last piece that is going to be very important to the building of our program is going to be humility. And I shared this with the guys. I really believe confidence is such an important aspect of sports, of competing, of life. We want our young men, our student athletes to be very confident in everything they do. They should walk around with their shoulders up. They should be proud. They should be proud of what they're doing. They should be proud and honored to be an ECU pirate. They should be proud and confident communicating with the community. They should be proud of attacking the classroom to get the best grades they can to set themselves up for a bright future. So I, we want great confidence. The fine line right now is great confidence and entitlement. And that's where humility comes in. And that is going to be something that is going to be talked about. It is going to be emphasized. And it's going to be something that we are really going to live by within our program is the humility of the personnel in our program, coaches, players, staff. We want to be a very confident group of guys, a very confident program, but we're going to do it all with humility. And again, that is on and off the court. And the last emphasis that will kind of bring all this together is the communication. I'm a very optimistic, positive person by nature. That is who I'm going to be. That's who I'm always going to be. And I believe that needs to be on to, that, that needs to be expressed out into the community. And I want our players to be the same. There's going to be a strong emphasis within our program to have great communication and have great engagement in the community of Greenville and the surrounding areas. I mean, there is so much, the, the basketball culture in North Carolina, to me, is second to none. I mean, I've been a part of some great 
state cultures in terms of high school athletics and prep athletics. I liken the high school basketball and prep in North Carolina to what Texas high school football is, to what Indiana high school basketball is. I believe it is every bit as strong and one of the very strongest in the country. And our job as a coaching staff at ECU is going to be to be really engaged with that community, both the basketball community and the non-basketball community. But we are going to endear ourselves to Greenville, the surrounding areas. You look down the road, 2 million people in the triangle. I've been fortunate enough to have great experience recruiting those areas throughout my career. One of the reasons the prep and high school basketball scene is so special in the state of North Carolina is the coaching. The coaching in the state of North Carolina is as good as it gets in the whole country. The high school basketball coaching, the club coaching in the state of North Carolina. And I'm so fired up that I'm going to have an opportunity to be with those guys and talk to those guys on a daily basis. And just the same, have them on the campus in Greenville. I've been to the campus before. I've recruited players out in eastern part of the state. And I've been by the campus. I've seen it. When I was at Tulsa, we came there. I saw what Minji's looks like when it's rocking. And that's what we want to build. We want to build that, and we're going to build that from the inside out, from the community, from within the state. And we want to create a really exciting brand, a brand that really has is one of the hottest brands in the Southeast and hopefully eventually will be a national brand. We know it's not going to be easy. We know there's going to be a lot of hard work that comes with it. We know there's going to be a lot of adversity that comes with it. But if we do what we strive out to do and we set out to do, which is create this program, this culture where preparation and development are really what we're about with our players, then we're going to be able to push through those times. We're going to be able to keep pressing forward during the challenging times. And when it's all said and done, here's what we're hopeful for. When we win, when this program has success, that as exciting and as excited as the community is, the campuses, East Carolina University is about the wins and the success, they are going to be even more excited about how it happened. They're going to be more excited about the way they saw, the development they saw, and they're going to fall in love with the process and fall in love with the players, most importantly, and how it happened. So that is really what we are hopeful to build. That is really what we are hopeful to accomplish. Um, it is absolutely not going to happen overnight, but it will happen every day, including when I'm not there right now, because I'm going to be in contact with our players while we are chasing what we're chasing here at Tennessee. And our staff, when that is assembled, they're going to be doing that with them too. So again, extremely, extremely excited uh, to have the opportunity, honored and humbled uh, and so thankful to Chancellor Rogers, John Gilbert, the executive leadership staff there, 
to have the belief in me to help build a special program at ECU. Okay, we'll uh, take our first question from Brian Bailey. Got me? I got you now. Yes. All right, here you go, Coach. Hey, welcome to Greenville when you get here. What are some of the things that, that you told John that you had to have to build a winning program at East Carolina? Well, here's what I'd say this, that it, it, there, there, it was not, I have to have this. All right, I've been in this now 23 years. In my mind, I, and I've had a chance, five different programs to be a part of building NCAA tournament teams. And I've seen it from a lot of different angles and I've seen it at different levels, not just the high major level. I've seen it. Here's what I know we do have at ECU. We have great leadership. That is really important. Starting from Chancellor Rogers to John Gilbert to Ryan Robinson, Carolyn Bevelard. I know there is great leadership there. Again, I alluded to some of the coaches that are already at ECU. I know there's a great head coaching and coaching community there that is going to help me in the transition and that I'm going to lean on. Athletics, the momentum of the university, the momentum of the athletic department is going up. So that is as important as anything, and I'm so fired up about that. When it comes to specifically basketball, we have one of the best states in the country for high school talent and prep talent. And I know that for a fact, because I've had a chance to recruit that when I was at Miami, when I was at Tulsa, here at Tennessee, we've always recruited North Carolina. So I know the talent that's there. And when you look at those two things, leadership, proximity to great student athletes, when you talk about the facilities that are there, we have a practice facility, we have a newly renovated weight room. There is what it takes there to build a successful program for day, from day one. We have what it takes to come in, put dig our feet in the ground, and start to build it. All right, just a reminder to please state your affiliation. Um, our next question will come from Patrick Johnson. Hi, Coach. Congratulations. Patrick Johnson, uh, 94.3 The Game and IBX Media, the flagship uh, for ECU Athletics on Radio. I just wanted to uh, ask a couple questions. One, what was the, outside of the knowing John and some others uh, that are here, what was the appeal of this job? Because certainly your name had started to really heat up as a, a possible candidate at, at a lot of places. So my first question, and, and I'll, I'll wait and ask the second one uh, after you finish, would be what was the appeal of, of, of this job, given that it has had some some rough times in basketball? Yeah, Patrick, uh, no, thank you. I would say this, that, again, you alluded to John and the leadership. And, again, I, I will say and I will keep saying it, that is the most important thing, okay? We, we spoke about it a little bit on the call that opportunities have presented themselves in the past and – that is always the first thing you look at. And Coach Barnes taught me that at a young age. And, and so I have always lived by that. Specifically to ECU, Patrick, is this. Great conference. Great, great basketball conference. I believe it's a great location. I think when you talk about the eastern part of North Carolina and its accessibility to players, its access, accessibility up 95, down 95. 
I think it's a very enticing place to be able to have student athletes and their families want to come see and be a part of. I think there's a history there. Maybe the history isn't to the point where we hope to build it to, but there is basketball history there. I think the momentum, again, of the athletic department with what the football team has done, what the baseball team has done, I look forward to engaging with them and building off their success and jumping in anything I can do to help them, but I know their success is going to help us. I've had a chance to be at University of Texas, University of Tennessee, programs where football is really strong, and people look at it two different ways. They look at it, well, it's a football school. We don't ever look at it like that. We look at it like football helps basketball, and we are really excited about that. And Coach Houston has done an incredible job this last season, was so fantastic to watch. So there's a, a lot of things that get us really excited. When I say us, myself, my family, our coaching staff about ECU. But some of those things in terms of conference, location, leadership, uh, proximity to high school student athletes, I mean, you know, that's the whole bag right there. That's what you want when you have, when you talk about having an opportunity to be a head coach. And I've actually changed my follow-up here, but it's picking up on what you talked about. You've recruited this area. I've talked to a couple of high school coaches today who uh, had, had told me some stories about that. So a lot of basketball talent in North Carolina, particularly Eastern North Carolina, establishing that relationship and recruiting uh, this part of the state seems like that would be a big, a big thing to, to, to maybe get East Carolina over the hump as far as basketball goes. Yeah, without a doubt, you know, you, you know, I, I think there's going to be a lot of things with that. I think any time that you have had a chance to uh, be in this profession, as long as I have um, the, the, the network and the connections, uh, you know, the relationships, that, honestly, they, they're, they're nationwide for me. I've been from California to Florida, to the Midwest, to down south. Uh, we've recruited internationally a lot here at Tennessee. So, yeah, absolutely. But without question, the state of North Carolina is going to be the area where our focus, our whole entire coaching staff's focus will be. And yes, there are some existing relationships from already being there, including some of the coaches in that very near area to Greenville. And they're all great guys, and I'm super excited about them. And, you know, it, it's been whether it be phone or text message or games that I had a chance to interact with them. But now the opportunity, Patrick, for them to be on campus and come by and watch practice and what we're doing and for us to be in their gym, I mean, you know, it's as good as it gets from that standpoint. And I'm going to reiterate it. The coaching, the high school basketball coaching in the state of North Carolina is second to none. And we are really excited about that because young players – incoming high school seniors that are making the transition, they are well-prepared and they have a better base when they get great coaching and they're getting it in North Carolina. Hey coach. Thank you. Good luck against Longwood. Thank you. Okay. We'll go to Steven. I go next. Coach Steven. I go with 24 seven sports. Congrats on the job, man. Looking forward to working with you. Um, just, you know, when you look at, obviously you made it clear your, your focus is going to be in ten, on Tennessee in the immediate days, but when you look at putting together a staff, trying to retain the guys on the roster, maybe looking even into the portal for your future roster, uh, 
Like, will you try and do that maybe in between games or maybe like after this weekend, if you guys are fortunate enough to, to win the, the first two games? You, you know, it, it's hard to put a timeline on that. You know, right now you said it, and honestly, all the focus is on Longwood, and that's just the way it's going to be. Again, this is a unique situation. Uh, so I, there is no specifics that I can, uh, you know, are there going to be phone calls we're making? Is there going to be people that I'm talking with? Absolutely. Uh, you know, but to say that we can dive in the way that we want to dive in and the way we will dive in, it, it, it's difficult to make that comment right now just because of this situation. Uh, I'm sitting in my hotel room in Indianapolis and doing this and we're getting ready. We have a meeting here shortly. So the focus that I have is with our guys here. But like anything, I think we all know, including yourself, multitasking and being able to make sure that you can touch and, and touch the touchstones of all things that are important. Uh, you know, we'll do that myself included. I'll be doing that and we'll just have to see, you know, and hopefully I'm not in Greenville for three more weeks. I mean, that would be what we would hope because that means the university of Tennessee is making a run that we want to make here, but we're going to find a way to stay productive as this transition is happening without a doubt. Our next question is from Troy Dreyfus. Coach Troy Dreyfus, Pirate Radio. Congratulations on your opportunity. We'll also look forward to working with you. Um, you mentioned earlier, earlier you talked to the players. Uh, what was their reaction uh, after you had a chance to talk with them? And how many of them uh, do you feel you'll be able to retain versus in this day and age with the transfer portal? Always a, a, a situation, even under the best of circumstances, what, what do you think is going to happen with your roster? And I do have a follow-up for you. Sure. Uh, no, thank you. We, we, uh, we talked about it. We talked about it openly. And, and that is something that is very important to me. Again, it's who I am as a person. I believe in communication. I believe in transparency. I've learned this also. And again, Coach Barnes has provided a foundation for me as a coach and as a person. And addressing things head on, and really clarity is very important. So we talked about it. Uh, we talked about the transfer portal. We talked about what this looks like. I told him, I wish I was there face to face with them and had a chance to meet with them individually and get a chance to really discuss what they're thinking, what our program vision looks like, but that's not the case right now. So when you talk about the transfer portal and the roster, it's very hard to predict that. It's very difficult to say, Hey, we know we're going to be able to hold on to this many guys, or we may lose this, you know, we may lose these guys. What I did say to them is I'm hopeful that whenever that time is that they're going to give me the opportunity to meet with them face to face. And if I have the opportunity to come do that prior to our season ending, I'm going to find a way to do that. I, it's, I don't know how that looks because of timing and the way things go again, right now, it's all about tomorrow's game versus Longwood, but that transfer portal is real. And I know those guys are getting pulled a bunch of different directions from a bunch of different people. I understand it. It's going across the country right now. It's like that. But what I did tell them is this, and this is the honest truth, that those guys that I had a chance to speak with in the room that were sitting there, I thank them for coming to the meeting. And I, without a doubt, they are the most important people in the program right now. Those are our guys. Those players signed up to play for East Carolina University, and they're our guys. And so I'm excited about them. I'm excited about the opportunity to get to know them, 
I'm excited about the opportunity to explain to them what our program is going to look like and hopeful that we keep them all hopeful that we can keep them all and start to build from there. But it's just impossible to know because of what you brought up that transfer portal and the reality of it. And so we'll just have to see how it goes moving forward. I'll be in constant contact with them. Uh, you know, uh, Patrick spoke about, you know, what, what could we do during this time? Or excuse me, Steven spoke about that, what we could do during these time. Well, one thing that I will be doing during this time, regardless, is talking with the players there, talking with our guys. We'll go to Mike Wilson next. Hey, can I get a follow-up, Chip? Yeah, yeah. yeah, quickly, please. Okay. Uh, do you, Coach, do you consider this – uh, job, are you coming in here in a rebuilding situation? And I've been here for over three decades now. I've seen a lot of, you know, coaches come and go and everyone's always optimistic and their ultimate goal is to take East Carolina to the big dance and uh, postseason play. Only one's been able to do it. And that was 30 years ago. What do you think will be different with your situation? And I'm sure that is your ultimate goal. And how long do you think it would take? Well, I definitely, you know, there's no timeline. I know this, that, the process starts today. That's what I do know. I don't know how long it will take. Um, and I, I don't want to give you any coaching jargon about it, but here's what I'll say. What has happened in the past does not affect what happens in the future. All we can do and all I can do is we can build our program with campus with the athletic department, with the community, we're going to build it. And we're going to do everything we can to do what you just said make this an NCAA tournament team, make this a postseason team and build the strongest possible program possible. A program that the expectations are comprehensive excellence. And that again is on the court, off the court. But you specifically asked about postseason. You specifically asked about the NCAA tournament. What has happened over the last 30 years has no bearing of what my vision is and our staff's vision will be for what can happen hopefully sooner than later. We're going to do everything we can to build a program where we hang our hat on defense. We hang our hat on execution. We hang our hat on being one of the most elite conditioned team in the country. If we can build that foundation among some of the other things we spoke about, we're going to give ourselves a chance to build towards what you asked about a postseason team an NCAA tournament team. I wish I could look into the crystal ball and say, hey, this many years we're going to be there. And all I can tell you is how we're going to try and do it. And again, back to when we were on the call, hopefully ECU, the community, and everybody involved is going to be excited about the process and how we did it and the results and the winning and hopefully postseason will speak for itself. Mike Wilson, go ahead. Yeah, Mike, um, obviously it was you were going to remain with Tennessee through the postseason, but but why is that something that was important to you to, to kind of see the rest of the season through and, and go through this process with these guys? Oh, Mike, there would be no other way. I mean, you know, it, it's the, the, the Tennessee players, Coach Barnes, the coaching staff, uh, it, this is as special a group as I've ever been with, and that was never even a thought, Mike, obviously. And, and, and you and I know each other well. Um, it was always uh, about this. I mean, sometimes you can't control timing. Timing of things, the way things happen. Uh, again, that's, that's the stuff we're all going to, you know, we're going to hopefully teach our players about here at Tennessee and at ECU. Just 
understand the timing of things, what you can't control, you have to make, you know, you move forward, you press forward with it. But as far as being with the Tennessee team and being throughout this run, that was never even a thought. Uh, This group is as special a group as we've ever been around. I love every one of them, these players, the relationships that I have with them. Um, I'm, you know, I'm in year six here and I still feel even with today, so fortunate to be a part of coach Barnes and his staff. So fortunate to have the relationships that I have with this group of players. So fortunate to work with Rod Clark, Justin Ganey, Garrett Maidenwald, Mary Carter, uh, Niffin, you know, Greg Polinski, Ken McDonald, the list goes on. We could stay on this call the whole time talking about, I am so thankful for our players here that I hope I can be with them as long as possible before I get to Greenville. All right, we'll go to Maddie Kurth next. Hi, Coach. I know the feeling about bleeding purple and gold. I came from Louisiana, so all of my uh, my LSU closet really translated well over here. <laughs> I, 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 being being where I am in Knoxville, I definitely was not talking about tiger purple and gold. <laughs> we'll let it slide then. Huh? <laughs> Uh, I think we can all agree that what you've got going on, you know, in the next couple of days is a testament to what you will bring to the East from Tennessee. I'm interested in hearing if there's anything you're going to be leaving in Tennessee that you're not interested in taking in taking with you as you take this ne- next step here for the Pirates. Uh, I, well, you know, it, it, to me, that would be, you know, that would hold a little bit of a negative connotation in terms of leaving something. I don't, every, you know, the guys asked me about this and I was really happy that, um, you know, we spoke before and they said, how were the guys in the meeting? Uh, The question I got before. And and in the beginning, they were a little quiet and a little reserved, but by the end there were guys asking questions and talking. And that's a good thing. Again, that, that is something that is going to be very important for me is the communication piece. I want that. And so, you know, they asked the same question. Is it going to be a carbon copy? Is it going to be a mirror image? Truth be known, if we could make East Carolina a carbon copy of University of Tennessee basketball, we're the number five team in the country right now. Uh, We are one of the top defensive teams in the country right now, and we're a three seed in the NCAA tournament. Pretty sure everybody on this call would be excited if we could make it a carbon copy. So are there going to be parts of the program, style of play, style of program, culture pieces that we bring? Absolutely. Is it going to look identical? I don't think so, because it's going to be different people. It's going to be uh, different vision when it comes to style of play on certain things. But that is by no means a negative. It's actually a positive. The positive piece is going to be this. I've had a chance to learn from a Hall of Fame coach, one of the best coaches in the history of this game, not just Tennessee, not just Texas, not just college basketball. Rick Barnes is one of the best basketball coaches of all time. And I've had a chance from being a young player for him to a young coach, to a veteran coach, learn from him. So there are so many things that I am going to try and implement at ECU from him and other coaches that I've worked for. But I have also developed my own individual opinions, philosophies, 
style of play, different things that I think are great motivators for young student athletes, albeit academically, athletically, socially, community-wise, that won't be the same. And that's okay too. And I know I personally am very excited about having a chance to do that. That's what we dream of. That's what we, that's what we work towards. And it's been, you know, I'm 23 years in now, and I've been really looking forward to this opportunity for quite a while. And I'm excited about that. But I will also lean back on him. He knows it. He knows that we'll be talking a lot. And, and he has told me, hey, you know, I'm there for you. I mentioned earlier, I'm with uh, WITN News, and I'm standing in for our sports director. He is out today. So you'll meet Eric, great guy, and we'll uh, continue to watch it grow. Thanks so much. Awesome. Thank you. All right, we'll take two more questions from Grant Ramey and Al Myatt. Grant, go ahead. Mike, uh, you mentioned 23 years ago. That was the day before the NCAA tournament, and Rick approached you about being a graduate assistant, and here you are the day before the tournament again. Does that timing make it a, a little more special? Yeah, you know what? Uh, I didn't even think about that, and that is that is pretty that's pretty unique when you when you say it like that. Um, it would be almost exactly to the day in terms of. I think you and I talked about this for this uh, piece you did in, in Knoxville was it was the night before we played our first round game when I was a senior. And that is how I had the opportunity and the fortune of getting into coaching. And, and again, I, you know, I owe it all to him. So yeah, that does make it special. I didn't think of it like that. Uh, that's a really, it's a really neat tidbit grant. And, you know, I can always count on you for those. So I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, it's so special to be here with him. Um, you know, and, and I just love him so much. Uh, again, I love him as a friend. I love him as a, as a mentor and a leader. And, um, you know, to be here with him on this special day, my family to be here, my, my wife, Stephanie, and my two daughters, Sydney and Samantha, they're here. Um, yeah, very emotionally, very emotional day, very exciting day. And um, just, just to be doing this. Last question from Al Myatt. Thank you, Al Myatt, uh, Bonesville.net, the authoritative and independent voice of East Carolina athletics. And welcome to East Carolina, Coach Schwartz. I hope your energy and vision and enthusiasm will translate into unprecedented success for the Pirates. And I, I guess I've got the last question, so I'm fortunate that nobody has asked you this, but you should know very well the value of your staff as an associate head coach at the present time, but talk about putting together uh, that element of the program, what you're looking for. Um, and I'm sure you've, you've had uh, some contact with some people, some interest expressed at this point, uh, but share some thoughts there if you would. Yeah, you know, great point. And we're only going to be as good as our entire staff. And, and, and I believe that's what you're alluding to. And we know that. Again, for me to even have this opportunity to be on this call with you guys today is because of all the great coaches that I've had a chance to work with in the past. Not just head coaches, but all the assistant coaches and staff and, and managers and grad assistants and you name it. So I truly do understand the value of that. Uh, again, I'm not someone that um, was just in, in the business for five or 10 years and, and became a head coach. I've been a part of so many different staffs. I've worked with a lot of people and I've seen what that connection can mean 
with amongst the staff. So what, what am I going to be looking for specifically? Number one is that coaches that align with the same vision, have the same optimism and same energy towards ECU that I have. You know, it's okay if they have different philosophy basketball. That is actually going to be a good thing. Offense, defense, that's how we're going to put this thing together uh, in terms of uh, being able to build something special. But the vision, the excitement, the development piece, the accountability piece that we're going to have for the program, all coaches, all staff on board got to have that same mindset. And I really do live by those four pillars. So the character, competitiveness, work ethic, and humility, those are all, we don't want to check two or three or one of the four boxes. We want to check four out of four. So every staff, every coach, every potential student athlete that we have a chance to interact with and hopefully bring in to the ECU family, those are going to be the four things that we really look at. So from a staff perspective, we want that to mirror that. We want those things to mirror the same that we're going to expect of our players. And other than that, you know, I, I couldn't tell you anything specific in terms of offense, defense, recruiting. I mean, I think the relationship piece is going to be really big. Uh, you know, we want our program to mirror that community. And for that to be the case, we're going to be very engaged with that community. I mean, this is a hardworking community. This is a community that's going to appreciate the process. And I want staff members and coaches that think like that. All right. That's all the time we have. Coach, thanks for joining us. Uh, best of luck tomorrow in, in the tournament. Thank you, guys. I really look forward to meeting everyone. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate everyone. Go Pirates.